Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Hi, Kim. We're not in the virtual cafe, Carrie. I just lost all life. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm like, oh, what you drinking? Oh, no, don't ask him what she's drinking. Okay. We are in the Buckets and Boomgate studio. I'm excited about that, Kim. Me too, Carrie. And I know we started off kind of silly, but the truth is this might be the consequence of doing more than one podcast. Oh, snap. The princess is bringing it. Look at that. (laughs) We want to talk today about the consequences of doing one thing, but this is a good example, Carrie, of which studio are we in and what are we talking about and where are where are we? <laughs> well, and Kim, I think we should explain to the listeners because they may not know that we have two podcasts. They may be tuning in here, but they don't know about the other one. And let's just give a quick kind of summary of that. So we hang out in two studios, which happen to be the one because we don't record in two different places because we're across the globe from each other, in case you couldn't tell from our accents. And In the other podcast, which is called Simply Biz Beans, we hang out in the virtual cafe where we talk about business finances. However, when we come to these recordings, we've not actually named the studio, Kim. So I think that's why we get a little bit lost sometimes. I'm just giggling, Carrie, because I think today is the day that it gets named. I think it's the Buckets and Boomgate studio and that's where we are, Carrie. Oh, okay, done. Easy. See, we didn't. We didn't even need to overthink that one. Yay. We did not. We do want to say that this is a second part to a podcast that we did before, which is the one thing. That episode, Carrie, was really good, but I feel like there needs to be some additional information about what happens if you really hone in and do just one thing at a time. So, Kim, aren't we talking about the consequences of doing the one thing? We are, Carrie. Okay, you're going to have to lead me, Kim, because I just got lost already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, doing one thing at a time, and it doesn't mean you shut down all the other parts of your business. Let us make that very clear in this definition of it. It's just the focus that you have if you are focused on more than one thing at a time trying to grow or trying to build something that makes it a multi-vision which means you're going in different directions and that makes it really hard to finish or to implement something that will work for you and the connections that go with that for your business so let's let's say that for a second just to kind of bring last episode into this one want you to make sure you know what we're talking about We know that business has lots of layers, lots of things in it, and we are definitely not saying drop your finances so that you can do your website, and we're not saying drop your website so you can do your email list. Like, that is not what we're saying. 
when you focus on one thing, it has consequences to it. It has benefits to it, and it also has consequences. So I'm going to say the biggest consequence, Carrie, of doing one thing is saying no. Saying no is probably one of the biggest things that you have to do when you are honed in and focused on something. And Carrie, I'm going to give an example of writing a book. Oh, yes. Yes, please. When you are writing a book, you need to concentrate and focus on getting that thing, that one thing done. When you do that, you don't want to be writing your book, building your website, you know, creating lots of social media buckets. You don't want to be doing all the things. It makes it easier if you focus on the book and get it to the finish line, then add on the other pieces or do the reverse. You can do the pieces first and then write the book. Either way, Focusing on all the different things at one time makes it a slower and much more painful process. So the consequences of choosing just to do a book for the moment is you have to say, no, I can't come and play here. No, I can't come and do this. No, I have to, you know, guard this time. No, I'm not going to answer all the messages. No. And no is hard for us entrepreneurs. So, Kim, are you talking about a boom gate? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. So, boom gates are hard, Carrie, and we know that. That's part of the reason we have this whole podcast, is we understand how hard it is to boom gate other people. But, but I think today we're talking about boom gating ourselves. I think. That's the consequence of choosing one thing is I'm putting a boom gate up to say, I'm not going to say yes to anything for these three weeks while I finish whatever this is. Still take care of clients, still take care of my business, but outside of the must do's, it's a no unless it's this one thing I'm working on. And Kim, can I go a little bit deeper here for a second? Because you've referred to the one thing being above the line. Do you want to give a little, a little quick little summary of the above the line? What's above the line? What's below the line? So Carrie, I believe in mapping out what you want for your business. And I think that that is a practice we do every January is we map out what we want. Doesn't mean everything's going to make it into the mix of our implementing it, but it's what we want. So when we get that list done and it's in the order we want it done in, we draw a line under the first thing until we can get that done. So sometimes we seem really slow We and it makes me kind of giggle because sometimes we're very slow about getting something implemented. It looks like for a minute and then all of a sudden it's all implemented and done because we've been working on that one thing. Then we can move that line down under the next thing and we focus on that while still maintaining the other thing. So maybe it's your website that you need to concentrate on because if you don't have a website, it's kind of like inviting people to, you know, dinner at your house, but you don't have a house to take them to. So you're always using somebody else's place, a restaurant or something else, if you don't have your own website to take someone to. They're not going to go to a restaurant and pay you for coming to the restaurant. 
you need the website so they can come and pay you for the solution that you provide as a business. But when you're building your website, that's not the time to write your book at the same time. That's not the time to, you know, get all your social media done at that same time. It's not the same time for other things. If you get your website up and it doesn't have to be big and fancy, you just get the simplest parts up there so that someone can pay you for what you're doing, then you can make it better as you go along. But having that groundwork of you have to have some pieces in place to do business, to do business well, for sure. That's what I mean by, you know, making sure that you are doing that one thing and concentrating, focusing on that one thing. Terry, I know you're a whiz and I'm going to just say this out loud. You're a whiz and I know that you can, I'm going to call it throw up a website fast and furious. But here's the thing, you understand the process of getting it up there so that you can start working on it. A lot of people get stuck in the, I, I'm, I've got to work these 12 months to get these, these things perfect. And that's not what we need to do. We need to get something up so someone can, can do business with us. And then we can work on it every week or we can work on it. An hour a week can move the needle on anything in your business in a way that if you will trust us, put an hour a week on your calendar for whatever it is you want to up level. In one year's time, it is amazing what can happen by just doing simple one things at a time. So Kim, I'd like to translate this because I feel like you're talking about the one thing would be a larger project that I'm going to build a solid foundation for and get it to the point where I can hop it into maintenance mode. That's that's how it's translated in my brain. And I know I've done that on multiple occasions. And as you highlighted with websites, I do like to do that. Get the bones done. We want to get that foundation, get the framework, and then it goes to maintenance mode and then we can fiddle and play and pretty and polish and do all the things. But the one thing has been, I'd like to say completed, but I kind of feel like we're never completed, Kim. I always feel like we're continuing to progress and, and up level, as you said. However, if you've got the, the biggest parts of it done, that one thing is shifted off your plate, making room for another one thing. Oh, I like it, Kim. I like it a lot. Hey, you bring up something I want to touch on really quick, because I think from the time we're little, we're taught in school or we're taught in life to get something done for a grade. So I have to finish my math paper to get a grade. Have to finish my English essay for a grade. You have to shift your thinking when you're talking about entrepreneurial things. Because no matter how clear on your message you are today, if you're continuing to work on your business, you're going to get clearer. No matter how many bells and whistles you have in your website today, you're going to find things that will make it better for the user over time that you want to change or you want to add on. If we have the thinking process of that I'm doing this for a grade, so it's one and done, then we're messing up our own mindset of being an entrepreneur. It's an adventure that doesn't have an end to it as far as we're always on the adventure. And some people are 
like they have carried that schoolyard mentality into a business of if I just get this one thing perfect, I get a grade and I get to walk away. And that's not how business works, Gary. We, we are always evolving. We are always making things better, but it doesn't have to be heavy. We make it heavy because we spend too much time trying to make it perfect. So Kim, when it comes to perfection as an entrepreneur, I think a lot of us are a little bit, what's the word for it? Are we tarnished or uh, is it ingrained in us? A lot of us entrepreneurs can't help but be perfectionists. And I think we can recognize in this conversation that struggle is real. It is so difficult to control yourself similar to what we were talking about before with the boom gate and and protecting ourselves, it's hard. It's actually really hard to stop at a certain point and not continue. But all of us could spend a year, Kim, just on the website. We could easily circle that one thing for 12 months looking for that absolute perfection to get the A++ mark, like you said, back in, in the school days. How do we, how do we, be okay with where we're at and when do we know we should be okay with where we are at with that one project that we're working on. So let's give a couple of examples, Carrie. When we talk about doing a website thing, what is the minimum? What is the thing you need to have so that someone can pay you for the solution you bring? Someone can go there and and get in touch with you. They can contact you. They can see what you're about so they know if they want to do business with you. Those are the minima. That doesn't require, you know, 27 pages. I don't know how many hundreds of pages we have on our website that lead people to like different podcast episodes and lead them to Good Morning Entrepreneurs and it leads them to like all the different things. But what I do know is the beginning pages are the ones that you start with. You don't add all those other pages in in the beginning because you don't know what that is going to look like at first. It evolves. And I really do think it's a managing us as the entrepreneur versus managing outside of us. It is us that has to be okay with it's never going to be 100% perfect because none of us are perfect. It can be brilliant. It can be amazing, but it doesn't have to be a lot. It it needs to be that you have implemented, and implementing is one of the big things. Entrepreneurs come up with lots of ideas, but if they have lots of ideas and they don't implement the things that connect the dots for someone to do business with them, it doesn't really matter how many great ideas you have if you're not doing something to help someone connect with you. So... Website would be a good example of the smallest, smallest thing you can do to have business with someone else. Social media is another example. As long as you have put something out there so that they can connect with you, it doesn't have to be 17 posts every single day to be something effective. Start with one bucket, as we call it. Start with one bucket that has one thing. Maybe you only start with tips. Maybe you do a tip a week. Start with something and then build on it. 
instead of thinking that you have to do all the things all at the same time, because honestly, Carrie, that's where I see all the train wrecks in entrepreneurs is thinking they have to do everything all at the same time. Well, Kim, I'm reminded to come back to the phrase of less is more. And I think both of us and many of those tuning in have seen very successful businesses with a one-page website, one single sales page for the right product or the right solution can be very lucrative. I'm I'm guessing it's a a bit of a a thing out there that um, you don't need all the layers to begin, like you said, Kim. And I've actually seen, oh, this was a few years back where I actually came across someone else in business. They actually had a perception that they needed to get all of their social media posts locked and loaded for, oh, from memory, Kim, I think they were looking at about a six-month window. They were looking to have a variety, nothing repeated, a variety of social media posts for six months. They were doing that and building their website at the same time. Their plan was to finish the whole six months worth of social media before they pressed the go live button on the website so that it was an orchestrated, synchronized, perfect launch type of effect of first social media posts, websites live. It was taking months. It was taking them a really long time. And they weren't enjoying it. My guess is, Carrie, they could possibly not be in business anymore too. That's another part that happens is when we get overwhelmed and we stay in that that mindset of it has to be perfect, we finally give up in business because it must be that we just aren't capable. Like that's the kind of thinking we do. We can't get an A plus on our paper, so I'm just going to give up. When in reality, there's a lot of messy, you know, our website is a training ground for our team. Our, all of the things we do are a training ground. And if someone who is starting a business that maybe they haven't come to this place yet, they don't know all the things about it yet. And that's all of us, by the way, let me just say that. You learn as you go. You learn to do something better. You learn how to be more effective. You learn how to put an extra button on your website that says, you know, pay here. You learn how to do those things as you go along. But if you stay stuck in that, I have to do all those things all at one time. Normally, when you hear someone talking about a launch or a campaign, it comes immediately with a sigh or a, you know, frustration or whatever it is. It's because they're not following what we're talking about, Carrie, about doing it and then leveling up, doing that and leveling it up, continuing that process. And, and Carrie, can I give the example of Good Morning Entrepreneurs? Oh, please do. Yeah. So when we started the live stream of Good Morning Entrepreneurs, we knew it was messy and we started anyway. And we did plan, we did have an idea, we did have all the things in place, but it's still messy. Our commitment has been to be living proof for other entrepreneurs by only doing one level up a week. It has made it so light for us and the production team 
it has made it so light for all of us to be able to do it. And now we're almost to the six month mark and how amazing it is to look over that short period of time with no heavy lifting that it's already leveled up this much. A year from now, Carrie, I can't imagine how it would be, you know, so think of it in that term. Do you want to be in business just for the next six months? That's a good way to burn yourself out. Are you in for the long haul? Then what can you do to start doing something weekly, small, something weekly, and only focus your attention on that above the line, that one thing, book, website, socials, one of those things. Events, Carrie, there's just so many choices for all of us as entrepreneurs. And Kim, I think sometimes that's when we can get stuck because there are a lot of choices and sometimes it's hard to work out where to start. Sometimes we can get stuck with ourselves of what's the first step? Which way do I go? We have multiple roads in front of us. We've probably got 20 choices at any given day website, email, socials, you've mentioned those already. And then there's all the other extended pieces. What about the platforms? Do I go to Facebook? Am I on Instagram? Should I hit LinkedIn? What about TikTok? Like if you start branching it, I've just, I've just built a tree, Kim. I just built a tree and I've got no tree house. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how quickly it can all branch out into the millions of thoughts that we can have that can actually paralyze us. We can sit there completely stunned, not knowing the one thing to actually go for first. So Kim, you've got got a little process up your sleeve. I wouldn't mind you talking about super quickly. Thinking which one, Carrie, because you know me. (laughs) I I think it's it's connected to sticky note time. Are you talking about tournamenting? Yeah. So tournamenting is my silly word or a silly way of looking at making decisions. I think whenever we're working on too many things, we have to tournament them just like, you know, the sports brackets at a school gym, which is where that came from for me. I was with my boys and knew I had to do some things, but I was sitting in a gym with them watching them play basketball or do wrestling. I can't remember which. Looking at this tournament bracket, thinking that's what I needed to do for my list of things I needed to get done. So if we will take that same idea or mindset about, I want to do all of these different things. Okay, so now I've narrowed it down to my one thing I want to focus on, but there's a hundred steps to that, which comes first. So if you tournament or decide what step one is, and you take a little bit of time to make sure that's the step you want to take, it goes really fast. It's that slowing down and making those decisions instead of jumping in the middle of that one thing and then not being able to finish anything and having to continue to go back and do different things in order to, it's the right things in the right order at the right time bring the right result. I think that that's where you and I, Carrie, have come to that saying, but it's true. What is that first step? And what can you do this week that pertains to only that, only that one step? Don't add the hundred steps in there. 
Once you get the first step done, then do the next step instead of trying to be overwhelmed. And, and there's a phrase, Carrie, called analysis paralysis. Oh, yes. When we're trying to be perfect, we can get paralyzed, like you just said, from all the decisions. So take some time and figure out what your one thing you're going to work on is, what you're going to focus on, and take time to figure out what steps it's going to take, and then do the first step instead of trying to do all of the things and all of the steps at one time. The consequences, again, carry back to that, is you have to say no to other things. Meanwhile, over here, Carrie's just clipping away. Yay! <laughs> I love it when Kim gets on her soapbox and, and tells us all these cute little things, but it's simple, Kim, and I love how you break it down to be simple. That one tiny thing, that first step, it could be five minutes. We don't have to always look to jam-pack our calendars with huge blocks of time. We can make serious progress by doing tiny little things. And, and you know me, Kim, I'm small. I like the tiny things. I like you, Carrie. Let me just say that. Because I feel like you are somebody who is not only brilliant and has lots of ideas and lots of what you call unicorns, but you also understand how to get stuff done. And it's the getting stuff done that moves the needle, but it's back to that getting the right things done. You've made some hard choices over this, you know, the lifetime of your business life. You've made hard choices. And when we're saying no to something, we are saying yes to something. We're saying no to something. Like it it's, goes hand in hand. So if you're saying yes to all the things, you're saying no to actually getting all the things done. And if you're saying no to someone because you're focusing on something for just this period of time, this is not a you're going to do this forever thing. This is give me just a minute to do this thing and then I'm going to come back and be able to, you know, go, go do something else or say yes to something else. Kim, I feel lighter, I feel free, I feel clear, I feel like there's a direction, there's a path, and it's just one tiny step at a time. Feels great, Kim. I'm glad, Carrie. Like, this is, we're on a mission. You and I both are on a mission to help entrepreneurs to take that heavy out. And the, I feel like one of the first steps of taking the heavy out of this is to give yourself the freedom to understand it's an adventure. It doesn't have a destination. It's actually an adventure we're on and it will change and the scenery can change, location things can change, but it's an adventure, Carrie. We can always do it better without that unnecessary pressure. And that's a wrap. What more could I add, Kim? Honestly, that was fantastic. And, and thank you for bringing all of those pieces, but not being overwhelming. Because that's none of us need to be overwhelmed. We're certainly here for a long time. When you're an entrepreneur and you're in business, it is exactly as you said, Kim. I love the word adventure. I used to call it we're on the journey, but I like adventure. So I think everyone should be on the adventure with us and have some fun. Definitely make sure you're making time to have fun on this adventure, Carrie, because it can be intense. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Kim, I think that was brilliant. Thank you, Carrie. I think you're brilliant. No, oh, no, it's all you, Princess. That was all you. Thank you so much. Great conversation. And we'll see everybody next week. Love y'all. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week.